Welcome to Build Better Brands. I'm Danielle Clark and this show is here to provide insights, techniques and strategies to help you establish a better brand with confidence and clarity. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible start and build stronger brands so they can create happier, healthier lives for themselves and those around them. Today I'm joined by Angela Lyons and Ange is a freelance graphic designer with a focus on print including magazines and branding and she's also won a few awards as well haven't you Ange? Oh yes I have. <laughs> yeah last year I won um hello by the way Danielle thank you for having me I just got straight into the awards. <laughs> um um, yeah, last year I won an award, Digital Women um, Awards, and I won Graphic Designer of the Year. And I came runner-up as Freelancer of the Year, which was, that was the massive shock. I mean, winning Graphic Design was obviously amazing, but Freelancer of the Year, there were about, I think there were about 50 candidates and I came second. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so it sounds like things are going pretty well. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I mean, um, the last few years, um, I've been freelancing for 10 years and this April is my 11th year. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so I started off um, coming from a publishing company and then a software company and I went into, thought, oh, well, I might as well go freelance. There was f- certain things along the way that thought, you know, let me just try it by myself, you know, so I did it. Yeah, yeah. well done. Because it's hard, isn't it? Initially. Do you know what it is? It really is because it's you've got that fear. You've got that fear of like you're 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 really stepping away from that. Obviously, that salaried wage. And for me, I was in a publishing company for eleven years, so I had, I knew the ins and outs. I knew the back and beyond of that company. You know, it's just you know all of it. Mm-hmm. You're stepping out of your comfort zone massively, and you're going into other clients' offices. Um, and back then, there wasn't much of working from home. You know, you were actually going into offices. So you're just going from office to office trying to work out what's going on and then get on with the work too. So, yes, it was, yes, it was, it was good, but yeah, it's a bit tough. Yeah. So what made you decide to go freelance? What was the turning point for you? Um, Well, I I started in a publishing company. I was there for 11 years and then I had two children and then when they were quite small still, um, I thought, oh, am I going to move, stay here for another 11 years or I'm going to move and what's going to happen? I kind of couldn't move any further in the company. Um, so I moved to, a, I kind of got headhunted by a software company to do their graphic designs. And um, I went over to them and it sounds terrible, but I absolutely hated it. It was, it was. <laughs> was it a bit, was it a bit dry? It was dry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it's <laughs> my West Indian accent coming out there. Um, it was. It wasn't so much the company. The people were lovely, as always. I talk to anyone and everyone. Um, my husband said I talk too much sometimes, um, but it was more so the work. It was just not me. I was doing a lot of email templates, and um, and it was great. I was working four days a week, and they let me have one day from home. They gave me a laptop, and there was all these bonuses, and it was. It should have been perfect, but it was just really not me. It was not creative at all, and um, I actually got ill. Um, got made my. I, got hives it was really horrible my body broke out in hives I got stressed out because I knew it just wasn't for me but then I was like oh my god I've just left a secure company to come here yeah. and then um I just thought about it I thought you know what I'm gonna leave my husband spoke to my husband about it and he just said just go freelance and like we worked it out so I was like googling freelance and of course nothing came up back in the day I was like <laughs> freelance is out 
it was just recruitment companies that were coming up. So um, yeah, it's a lot different back then for freelancing. Unlike right. unlike now, <laughs> where there's you know yeah. so much going on. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you know, this on paper, it should have been the perfect job. Mm-hmm. You know, comfortable, mm. um, secure. Mm. But it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling. You weren't getting to be creative, which is, which is why I guess you love love what you do, right? Yeah, it is. It is, and it was just um, it was a lot of it was funny things. They actually hired me to be part of the brand team and do the template setup, which I did. And then after that, it was like, oh, I'm just working on templates. I'm just chatted out templates after templates, and I just thought it just wasn't for me anymore. It was just wasn't for me but the best thing yeah. that came out of there was um I met a really good friend and he's still a friend now and um yeah Aww. so and it was so funny because he was my taking over for me for that day and we just hit off he was so funny it was just like we loved each we loved being around each other we still hang out now <laughs> oh that's lovely so off the back of that you've got it sounds like you've got really you know strong relationships that you've continued yeah then. definitely definitely even my old um, workplace the publishing company I've, I've got best mates out there so just like yeah wow yeah. well that's one of the big things isn't it with freelancing building relationships mm-hmm. um how have you found you know trying to build relationships in order to get clients and make connections whilst being freelance and building a business yeah um it's funny because um as i said my husband says i like to talk too much (laughs) i really do i even talk to people at the bus stop hello how are you (laughs) um we need people like that in the world oh do you know what sometimes they look at me like oh and they're like and they actually start chatting back because like you know you need to i mean obviously i'm not going to talk to crazy people but anyway going back to the communities (laughs) (laughs) see i talk too much daniel you're like i'm gonna regret having her on the podcast after this (laughs) not at all (laughs) so i was saying you were talking about like although the job wasn't right you've got some really good relationships and i was saying that's that's one thing i found with being self-employed for well it's come it'll be three three years in september wow yeah um building relationships and and having whether it's networking or being connected to certain communities and things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know how have you found yeah it's been interesting i said when i first started i said i googled freelancing and pretty much nothing came up and really was searching for there must be some freelancers out there so i kind of attached myself to recruitment agencies and they had a lot of um networking events you know like that was back in the day when they had money and space and offices and they'd have drinks like a um like a summer drink or social or something so i'd go along to those and not that i did a lot of work for recruitment agencies but i kept on their mailing list (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'd go to their drinks and again one of them is my friend um now and um so it was good to go to those kind of events but then when I started getting work in offices I'd obviously do the work and then on lunch break I'd hang out in the kitchen literally just be sitting there eating my lunch they'd be like who are you and I'd say I'm Angela I'm a freelancer working on um you know this project over here in that office on that team and um then people were like oh okay so what do you do so I tell them what I do and then Honestly, <laughs> word of all lie, that's how my work just developed over the years because they were like, oh, you see that lady over there? Her name's Anne. She's really good. Just go and talk to her. She'll help you out what you need. <laughs> and so then literally with one company, I had about five different um, um, like projects 
They were um, from like from classical music to reinsurance to insurance to risk management, but they were all under different brands within the company. So I'd be doing their different graphic designs for them. Um, so yeah, I kind of built relationships that way within the offices. Um, but that was Amazing. back in the day when you could go yeah. into offices. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was going to say, how is that? Because obviously. I don't know how long we're going to keep talking about lockdown, but it has had a massive impact on on the way in which mm-hmm. people networked and, mm-hmm. and built relationships. So social media is a way that people now mm-hmm. try and do that. How have you found building a social media presence? How has that impacted your business? I'd say it's funny because... Only up until about a couple of years ago, I really wasn't active on social media. I saw it as the the devil's place. It was bad people because, you know, you see it on TV about the, um, you know, children getting them sucked into certain things and um, horrible haters out there. But it's really not like that. It's Well, that's what I've discovered. And if there are people that I don't think I've ever had a negative comment on a post. Um, and if I ha- maybe once someone commented when I launched my website and they said something and I said, oh, thank you very much. And then blog. <laughs> Good for <laughs> you. you. Know? But um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a terrible, terrible comment, but I just thought I can't have negativity in my space. And pretty much it hasn't been negative at all. It's been all positive. But social media, it's, um, it's a funny one because when I first started, I was really, really, really nervous about the whole thing. And people like saying, oh, you're, you know, from designing freelancer magazine. And loads of, literally my Instagram just popped open. I'd never... Sophie was like, so Sophie Cross is the editor of Freelance Magazine and um, she came to me with the idea that she wanted to design a mag- start a magazine and wanted me to design it because we'd worked together before um, on another project, um, a magazine um, for a hotel brand. So when we launched the magazine, honestly, I'm not lying, my, I had never had, notif- I had notifications on my phone, but I didn't know they existed because I didn't really pay attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> and my LinkedIn and my Twitter and my um and Instagram just started going, protect, 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 protect. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and Sophie was like, oh my God, socials are kicking off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so then I said, I love that. that. It was so funny because I was like, really, all my work pretty much up until then had been um, referrals. And yeah, there might have been a few people that might have found me on LinkedIn or just as I just, you know, literally just left something up there just saying, I'm Angela and I'm a graphic designer and I'm a freelancer. I never had, I think that was about it. It was just my photo and a, on all the social media platforms, it was just my photo and a little tagline. That was it. Um, obviously now a lot has changed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So have you had a strategy then for social media? Or was it just, it sounds like you just sort of started and just carried on. I proper winged it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not gonna lie, no, actually no. I didn't have a strategy. Um, I just followed a lot of people. I saw what other people were doing. I spoke to Sophie about it. Um, and I was just like, oh, I found this group. I think I should join them. And like, they might help me out with strategy. And she was like, no. She said, you're, you know, you're clever. You're a graphic designer. You're, you know, you, you're not stupid. You can see what's going on around you. Don't copy people. She said, she said, I'll give you one tip. Just be yourself. And like, I was like, okay, I'd be myself. And then from the back of the magazine, there were a couple of people on there um, that had been interviewed. And I looked at what they were doing. They were in social media. And there was one lady, I think, do you know Ella Orr? Do you know Ella? Mm. 
No, I don't know. So she talks a lot about personal brands. Um, yeah. And she was a lady that, she was a teacher and she started a little bit later in life of her um, so on social media. So I was like, I'm going to follow her because she sounds a little bit similar to me, you know. Mm. Um, and um, so I just saw what people were doing. Um, and I remember my, looking back and looking at some of my first posts, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <Did> I... <laughs> they were terrible. I shouldn't say terrible, but I was like, oh, okay. But you've got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So... How were you finding being on social media? I mean, we obviously, I say obviously, the listeners, you know, you listening don't know, but we found each other on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, honestly. Pe- meeting people, as I said before, thinking of c- coming from a place where I thought social media was a, a scary place and there was a lot of haters out there. I've met the most amazing people. And like yourself, like we chatted, we saw, I think we were following each other on LinkedIn, weren't we? And then we started chatting and then we started DMing and then you said, oh, do you want to come podcast? I was like, and then you invited me to um, the um, webinar that you had, the masterclass you had. Yeah. And that was interesting, meeting um, and then Michael Jana. And I was just like, what the hell? And I was like, this is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I think I talked too much there too. But anyway. (laughs) No, not at all, not at all. That's what it was all about. And it was so awesome to have you on and... Yeah, it's just, that's the thing with social media. You do feel like it is, well, it, if you use it well, you are socialising with people. Well, the whole, it's, getting it's to know them. The, the, what's the, what do they say? The, that's what it says on the tin. It's social and it's media. You know, you've got to be social to be there. And a lot of people don't, like me back in the day, didn't use it to be social. And But I say, as I said, I do it in a positive way, never in a negative way. And if there are stuff that I see out there, which there are, don't get me wrong, there are, I just move on. I just block, move on, because yeah, there's too much going on in the world to have, like, negativity on your, that little <laughs> phone that you've got, you know, checking out things. Um, but, yeah, it's funny. Um, but I found a lot of communities on social yeah. media and friends. So it's been brilliant for that. So I am. Um, so is, is that how your audience engage with you the most then? No. Is it through social or do you, do you use anything else? Because some people have websites and, you know, they have email mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. they might have other channels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you find your audience engage with you? Um, I have a mix, really, to be honest with you. Um, I have my website. Um, I've started blogging on there. Um, so you won't believe this, like coming from a graphic designer, I hadn't had a website, a proper one for like about five years. <laughs> Terrible, I know. I had just like a I, presence. Honestly, <laughs> listen, it's like, you know, have you heard that phrase about like... The shoemaker never has his own pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, and a carpenter's house is never, never finished. Yeah. It, it's the same, because yeah. I've been guilty. I've recently... Um, given my website an overhaul mm-hmm. I was I was using the so with Adobe you get the Adobe portfolio mm-hmm. for free mm-hmm. to to showcase your work I was using that for years mm-hmm. years and years and years mm-hmm. and I was like I'm not this is more than a portfolio now I'm running a business You're I need so to sort this out exactly you need to put your podcast on there you need to put your actual work on there you well I have there. now you have now I know yeah, I know I have yeah, now. Yeah. but it took me like I hear you because it took me so long. Yeah, it's terrible because we're working. We're, you know, we're we're freelance, we're solopreneurs. It's just, we're by ourselves. I mean, even though we should outsource, we try. I try to as much as I can. Yeah. Because 
it is a lot doing it by yourself. It's a lot doing it yourself. But um, it it is a lot. It is. I was thinking. Um, I was looking at uh, there's this course of of another course that I've oh bought. no don't talk to me about always... courses <laughs> are you as bad as me <laughs> I'm, I'm bad as buying courses I buy website names I'm like yeah that's a great website name I'm gonna buy that <laughs> <laughs> well this course was talking about all the areas within your business and how you need to kind of look at each area and then look at your products and services and which ones are working for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, sales, that's me. Marketing, that's mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Production, that's me. Um, <laughs> you know, Everything. financing, that's, 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 I was like, gosh. You do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a lot of things. Yep. Um, but how do you balance the demands of keeping, keeping all that sort of stuff going? Like, for example, your social media and and being active how do you manage all of that it's quite i'm not gonna lie it's hard but i try and manage it as best as i can and i know it's when i'm just getting in in a bit of a rut and i'm getting a bit stuck with things um so just quickly going back to um you're saying well how do i um message communicate with people so i do have my website and have my i have a newsletter that i launched last year um called font love friday and other designery things really long title but i like it (laughs) But um, Sounds good. um that's been quite nice talking to people through that. Um and a lot of people have come back to me and um said they love it and even got a little bit of work out of it, so that's quite good. Um and just being present on Instagram, on on LinkedIn quite a lot. Twitter yeah. just for the chat, but I don't um I don't really um sort of like promote so much on there it's a lot of chat on there but yeah but even then saying that even this week i got someone yesterday saying oh i'm looking to um um i've got an idea and i want to brand a project um about myself and i'm like oh okay cool let's talk so we're going to talk next week um so yeah it's um good i suppose being out there and being present and that's how i talk to everyone um yeah um but handling it all this year i said i can't do it all by myself so sounds really posh but i got a va oh cool <laughs> and um she's lovely um she's brilliant her name's erin busy bonnie b check her out um yeah. <laughs> she's um she's just on it she's like and she'll tell me off if i'm late but not that much late but <laughs> she goes i'm not telling you off but and i'm like oh my god i'm really sorry because <laughs> i am lastminute.com but i really i am trying my hardest like she'll put all yeah. my she'll put all my um, content in a planner and um what she's been brilliant for is that I've, as I said, I wrote some blogs last year and she actually, this is why she's great. She actually went in, took the time out to see what I'd done before. And she goes, well, we can repurpose that. We can do a bit of that. You've been here. And even today coming on this podcast, she was, I told her this morning, cause I always check in and say morning. And like, she goes, I said, oh, she goes, what are you up to today? I said, I'm on a podcast later with um, Danielle. And she was like, ah, oh, right. We can repurpose this, 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 this. I was yeah, like, oh yeah. my God, Erin, you're on it all the time. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. So she's helping you with your social media content then. Yeah. Being being active. Being active and being present. So I she'll set it all up and then if there's anything that I um want to make it obviously I make it more personal to me. Um and she just I'll just add that. But she just like sets it all up for me. Even um recently my um newsletter, I give her the word document and all the images and she'll populate the template. Um awesome. And um send it out, um, schedule it. Only because it just, I think about it and I just don't have 
oh, it sounds awful, but I just don't have the time. And I'd love, and I want to do so much more. I would love to do yeah. so much more, but it's just timing and I'm by myself. And funny enough, I was just... I don't think it sounds awful at all. No? Okay. I think it's the right thing to do. I think you get to a stage where if you're, at the end of the day, you want to be doing stuff that's you making the most out of your time where you're most productive. Mm. Mm. And I've got a business coach and other people that mentor me. And one of the first things I say is look at your admin tasks, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the ones that take you the most amount of time, Mm -hmm. but that don't necessarily um, bring a huge return on investment. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. what's your time worth Mm -hmm. and can you outsource it Mm -hmm. so that you're doing the other stuff that's got more impact? Of course, of course. And that's even the same with um, my accounts. I definitely... um, outsource that i mean obviously i've got the app that you know everything comes in and the invoice going out but i can't i can't have my head would go crazy if i did that <laughs> and also i'm a limited company so i have to have an accountant to make sure that everything's okay. running smoothly okay yeah. when did you decide to become limited because that's a conversation i was having very very recently really? with, with small business owners yeah. making that decision about okay you start off as a sole trader yeah. uh when you know when do you know that it's right to go <laughs> limited and was it based on any kind of future plans that you've got well when i <laughs> it sounds really that sounds so grand but i was just like when i first freed, I started freelance i was like i'm just gonna go online agile lines design limited that was it <laughs> <laughs> clearly i really thought about that and then um, that was it i just went online yeah. bought it i think it was like what 50 quid or something yeah. I'm a limited company. Yes, that's me. I'm not going to be no umbrella company, nothing like that. I'm going to do it all by myself. Um, yeah. But then. Do you think being limited has helped with reputation or trust or anything like that? I think so, definitely. Because when they see limited at the end, they're like, oh, she's a company, <laughs> you mm. know. But saying that, it was called Angela Lyons Design Limited when I first mm-hmm. started. But my husband, as soon as I went freelance, my husband left his job and went freelance. Of course, panic stations. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's design. He's a designer too. He's a digital designer. But his design was like really like popular. Like he he'll do UX design, and he's you know he's he'd always have work and like so he was just like he just thought right. I know I can get work because that's what everybody's after at the moment. So and this was yeah. like you know eleven years ago. Wow. And then he was like. But I'm not putting Angela Lyons designs on the on the invoicing. And I was like, but I've just bought my name at company's house. <laughs> so then he was like, no, we've got to change the name. And I was like, mm. okay. So I changed the name to Lyons Creative, obviously to yeah. include him. And then about three months later, he went got a full-time job and he wasn't freelance anymore. <laughs> so I was like, oh man. I was like, I'm not changing the name again. <laughs> so I just left it as Lyons Creative. But um, yeah, but yeah, it originally started as a Angela Lyons um, Design Limited. So eleven years. Yeah, yeah. What have you got any plans to to celebrate being in business for eleven years? Well, I most probably will do something. So funny enough, it was on the first of April. So I will. Okay. I my husband's um, works from home, so I think we might go for a nice lunch. Last year, I went with my friends. You know the one I told you about. That I met the software yeah. company. We met yeah. up in the evening and we just spent oh, crazy amounts of money and just bought a really nice ma- a meal and drinks. And I was like, 10 years! <laughs> We've been doing this for 10 years! Wow. <laughs> so, 10 years. Yeah, so, um, That's amazing. 
I mean, I imagine things like when you talk about now, now and then, the landscape's changed a lot, right? In terms of design. Design definitely changed, yeah. Definitely, um, obviously, promoting yourself, I'd say, has massively changed. Um, I don't know how old you are, Danielle, but do you remember back in the day when you had to look for a job and it'd be like a, in Design Week? Do you remember Design Week, that magazine? Do you ever? Yes, I do. Yeah, do you vaguely do. remember yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, vaguely, <laughs> a little bit. So um, if you were yeah. looking for any design jobs back then, you'd have to like, you'd look in Design Week and I used to buy Design Week religiously, like not just for jobs, but just because there was design stuff in there. It was like, it was a great mm. magazine and you know I love all things print and yeah. and creative review. I'd buy that Um yeah, all those yeah, magazines, yeah, yeah. I Magazine, um, The Face, that was more music and lifestyle. But, um, but yeah, you'd always, you'd see design changing over the years by just literally looking at, well, for me, magazines and what's around us. Mm. But um, now it's just everywhere. We are consumed yeah. by it. We, is it, or it could, does it consume us or we consume it? It's just, it's just everywhere, isn't it? It's just. Yeah, it is everywhere. But a lot's changing and, and there's there's things changing in the landscape all the time, especially in terms of digital. You know, I remember when Sketch came along and that was a platform if you wanted to design a website. Mm. I remember first learning to design a website using Photoshop. Um, do you remember doing cutouts yeah. in Photoshop? Did you ever uh, do cutouts? I remember because one of my, I tell you, my first job <laughs> was working in a, a printer's and they had a, a tractor magazine. So I had to do cutouts of tractors. And I remember learning oh. to do that in Photoshop. It was the, the longest, horriblest, boringest job. <laughs> and Photoshop back oh. then was like, it wasn't proper path tools. It was just, oh, it was, it was, it was a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, that sounds strenuous. But trends are always changing, aren't they? So how do you now keep up? With the latest trends and making sure you making sure you're staying up to date with what's going on, you know, the developments that are happening within mm -hmm. graphic design. Mm -hmm. Um, to be honest, with you, I just so I just look around what's going on around me. Um, I follow a few designers, um, see what yeah. they're up to. I look a lot of Pinterest. I know it's, it's I love Pinterest. Um, I look at what I do. You know what I have done a lot of recently? Subscribe to a lot of newsletters. I love yeah. subscribing to newsletters. Um, obviously, I unsubscribe sometimes if they're not, you know, on point or what they said they were going to be. But a lot of them talk about design. I love um, Creative Boom. I don't know if you get that one. No, I don't have to check oh, that out. Oh, Creative Boom. <laughs> creative Boom is yeah, very yeah. cool. Um, subscribe to it because they have, like, the most amazing... Um, she's, it's, I think this lady, she started off by herself and she um, just collects designs and um, designers from around the world and what people are up to. Um, oh. So you see a lot of trends going on there. Um, yeah. Funny enough, even just looking at TV adverts, you see a lot of trends, don't you? Like I've looked yeah. at recently, there's a lot of nostalgia fonts coming back in like last year okay. and this year. Um, yeah, it's, I think, yeah. I mean, even Instagram. Which ones you go to? Say your... <laughs> So you've got to do some research for a project. Mm -hmm. Where will you go first? Where would I go first? Uh, do you know what? It would be Pinterest. I know it sounds really okay. easy, but it's it's just see what's just look at some boards, see what people are posting. Yeah. Um. I also go to um a lot of photo libraries. I know it sounds weird, but you know, like um, oh god, 
can't remember the name now. But like shut stuff. No, like, there's no oh, dribble. You know, places like okay. see what people. Yeah, dribble's so, good. Dribble, just so it's not a yeah. library. I should say it's more portfolio pieces. You know, like yeah, people, and like Behance. That's the as one. Well. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, they're really yeah, good yeah. Um, portfolio sites, and um, yeah, for sure, I like looking at those, see what people are doing. But some of the work I do, especially over the last few years, it's um some of it's been quite corporate. So I try obviously try and jazz it up where I can, but a lot mm. of them have um um their brands in place, and if not. Or if I have to design a new brand, I'm like, oh, let's get some colour in here, not just blue. Yeah, brand guidelines. Yeah. I love colour. Yeah. I love colour. Yeah. We can see today we're both wearing yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're both in yellow. <laughs> um. So, yeah, my brand colours are, are predominantly purple. Purple, yeah. Um and but then there's there's a bit of yellow and a bit of pink in there as well. Yeah. For good measure. Yeah, I know it's that. Yeah, but my <laughs> predominant colour is... um yellow i love wearing it and i just noticed that i was buying a lot of yellow clothes and i was like oh what's going on here <laughs> so i was like i could put them in my brand guidelines <laughs> so yeah don't blame you yeah so i wanted to talk to you a little bit as well about the freelancer magazine oh yeah mm-hmm. what would you so how long has that been going and for people that that are thinking oh okay that sounds interesting you know who's it for and how can they how can they get hold, hold of it? Of it? Mm-hmm. Um, so Freelancer Magazine came about when um, Sophie Cross, she texted me on New Year's Eve 2019, I think, was it? 2019? Was it 2019? I think it was, yeah. It was 2019. And she said to me, um, I've got an idea. And I was like, Sophie, it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> about to rave. <laughs> And so should you. Um, and she was like, and then she's like, all right, I'll call you tomorrow. And then she spoke to me the next day and she said, um, I'm thinking of starting a magazine for freelancers. I'm like, I'm sure there's a magazine for that. Like, hangover, like, there must be a magazine for that out there because that's such a cooler thing. And um, she's like, no, I've done research. There isn't. And I was like, she goes, do you want to design it? I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she said, should we do it? And I was like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> so, yeah, we started um, designing freelancer magazine. Now we've got... um. There's a team. Um, she's got some writers on board. Um, the ninth edition is about to come out. Well, starting next week, week after next. Um, website's launching next month. So that's two years in. So um, Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And it's been... So if people want to read it online or, so or get hold of it physically, can they do that? It's a print edition. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can I show it to you if we're recording? Oh, do you know it? Yeah, know. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I have my shelf of magazines. Um, oh. Well, as a lover of print, I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah. Can you see my books? and like, all my magazines that I decided. Some of them I've kept. Some of them I can't keep because there's just too many. Oh my gosh, so this is the first edition. Freelancer wow. magazine. Freelancer magazine. And these two, this is what I love about community. These two, Dom and Mary Rose, they featured on the magazine and they did a launch party to for the magazine. And um when we did the launch, it was um obviously it was all lockdown still. So we literally were on Twitch. They were DJing. We were all in our bedrooms or front rooms or wherever and we were drinking and celebrating the magazine because we'd raised the money to print it. Because it was a Kickstarter launch, and um, yeah. Afterwards, when lockdown, I, I, you know, everything opened up. They, um, mm-hmm. we all met up and had drinks, and um, those two have become friends. So, yeah, celebrated. Went to Dom's party last year. It was forty, and um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and so, and so that's amazing. And um, Sophie and I had been friends before, 
Um, but funny enough, we never met. It was so weird. We'd known each other for about five years and we hadn't met. It was just, it just never happened. Yeah. We'd all been online. And then... But it's this, this sense of community again yeah. and, and building relationships, which is super important for, I think, anyone that wants to be freelance, start a business, <clears throat> as much as, as this... Initially, you, you're probably on your own unless you've got a partner or a co-founder. You know, having those yeah. connections, building those relationships, yeah. being connected to communities. Yeah. That's what helps you along. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. And the thing is, yeah. um, over the last few years, I've joined a few communities um, and they've been obviously online, but they've had um, in-person events and um, it's been brilliant. It's been so good. I've, I don't know if you've heard of Being Freelance and Steve Folland. No. Have checked them out. Being freelance. Okay. That's a brilliant community. Yeah. Um, obviously, the digital women community, part of. Um, um, I've just joined <laughs> Inclusion. I know. You're like, how have you got time for all these people? And like, <laughs> you need to be working. <laughs> but it's just, um, <laughs> it's just managing it. It's managing it. Yeah. And they're yeah. all there for different reasons. Um, for different, not reasons, I'd say, different. Um, um, what's the word? Um, qualities and what what you can get yeah. out of it, like, um, and there's a, absolutely. Also... So, how do you see social media and community building then, which is what you've been doing a lot of? How do you see that kind of evolving in the future? Like initially, when you started posting on social media, you said you were very much you just started and were very focused on being yourself mm -hmm. putting out content and showing showcasing what you're doing and sharing your journey mm -hmm. have you got any plans in the future in terms of your strategy and and how you plan to kind of stay ahead of the game mm -hmm. um it's funny i i i say i plan but then i don't plan because i want to plan and then stuff happens and then it gets in the way but oh, i don't know if it's luck or being blessed but stuff comes to me and or people put things in my way and then I start thinking oh maybe I could do that like you know even being on the podcast with you it's like I would never yeah. never in a you know million Sundays dreamt of like being on a podcast um you know talking about design yeah. and brand and yeah. and social media 10 years ago or even two years ago yeah. so that's been great um also uh, being out there Again, people have asked me to go on webinars recently. Um, I've mm. not done them only because I just didn't have time. I honestly didn't. Yeah. I wanted to. And then I thought about it. First of all, I was nervous. So there was about a few stages in that process. I was nervous. And then I thought, okay, I'll do it. And then after it's like, I really haven't actually got time to do this. So, but it's made me think about maybe, again, a little bit of repurposing, creating a, um, um, a webinar or something yeah. and putting it out there on my website. And that's another thing about social media. I, as much as I love it, I am slightly worried about the way things are going. Um, not worried like I'm losing I sleep. So. I think it's going to become very monetized. Um, yeah. And your content is going to be based on if you pay for it on the platform. Like, I don't know if you saw yeah. last week about Instagram and the week before Twitter, £11 a month. And yeah. LinkedIn is... I've heard so many people say this, but LinkedIn is the best place to be at the moment, um, mm. f especially for um, reaching potential customers because yeah. they haven't. That, that is interesting. Yeah. They haven't mm. introduced any form of um, monetization yet. Um, no, they haven't. I do see ads pop up though. Ads pop up. I see more but ads pop up asking, than they used to. 
But that's not asking the user to pay. Instagram no. and Twitter are asking the user to pay. Yeah. So one of my things that I definitely want to push a lot more is my website. Again, mm. I don't have much time for it, but that's content that I own. Nobody else owns that. That's my yeah. content. Yeah. And I think a lot of people out there forget that these people, <laughs> as much as I love Instagram and, you know, um, and LinkedIn, they have all your content. And if that shuts down, what have you got? Yeah. If you had your website, you've still got your website. That's your content. Absolutely. Really, really good advice. And I think, um, yeah, it's something I've talked about before that, that if you, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket and it's all about making sure that wherever your content is, is a way for you to, to be the one that controls it. You know, mm-hmm. if you're solely running your business on Instagram and there's been times where Instagram's gone down, right? And people yeah. have yeah. lost it's... their shit because they've got no that. other way to it's contact. Remember, the people have been hacked too. If they've yeah. not done their two-step authentication or any form of like security behind their um, their social media um, platforms, people go in and hack them. I've seen, um, what is it, even Michael Jackson the other day, he was on Instagram saying that somebody's used his name, you yeah. know? Yeah. That people do that. New so, accounts popping up. Yeah. yeah. So I'd yeah. say I'd say to any freelancer, and I've I've written a blog about it, but I've not put it on my website. <laughs> but it's in the to be published folder. But how to um, I think that every freelancer should have a website. Um, yeah, absolutely. A place, a holding place to put your content, and mm. you could direct people to. Yeah, really good advice. So I just wanted to ask, how did you? How have you managed? Being freelance and juggling kids. Oh, it's especially when they were young. When they were young, now yeah. not so bad because they're thirteen and fifteen. But when they were young, um, I must admit I had a lot of help from my mum. Um, she actually moved to be near me. Um, she was living in another area in London, and she um, she actually moved nearer um, when I had my second child. Um, when I was pregnant with my second child. Um, and I must admit it was still a bit of a struggle because I'd be worrying like I've got to do the work for the client but I've got to drop the kids off and my husband obviously was here but he was doing his work and so a lot of the time I do um, back in the day I mean obviously one of the reasons why I went freelance was because it would give me more time to do stuff but that's even though you think that it's going to have a lot more time you really don't because you go to those school you know the school trips so then you think oh god when I get back I'm going to have to like um, work and even though you've been like the whole day at Tower Hill you know the Tower of London and you're like oh my god I just want to sit down because those kids all I was doing was counting kids all day like where are they are they here <laughs> but it was good fun don't get me wrong and I, I, I cherish those moments I really do but I look back on stuff I remember once oh my gosh I remember once I am um, I was actually in a client's office and the school called and said, oh, we've got the open morning for your daughter. She was she was started like, um, what was it? Reception. I totally mm. missed it. I can't believe oh. like, it was like, it was like um, a welcome morning to reception. It wasn't, the, yeah. it was our first day. It wasn't our first day. It was more of a no. welcome morning. But I was like, cause I was so engrossed in this work. I totally forgot. And I was like, I said, go to the client. I say, look, I'm going to take my early lunch break. This is like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was like, take an early lunch break. Literally jumped on the central line, got to Wolverstow, got a taxi, ran to the school. Oh, and then I got about like, I don't know, it's about half an hour with her in the school. But you know what? I got a photograph and I, I remember sitting on the mat with her and she's there with another little girl whose mum wasn't there. And I just thought to myself, you know what? 
I, I was not, not, I don't know what happened to the other girls, mum, not judging or cussing anyway, yeah. but I was like, I was present for my daughter. I was there. <laughs> Oh, you know, that's so. amazing. But and that's it, the thing, if you hadn't been freelance, you probably wouldn't have been able would to never. make that decision, would you? I that would you go in? Yeah, never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for sharing that. Because I think right. I think it's on, um, you know, I'd, I don't have children, um, not yet, but it's something that does play mm-hmm. in the back of my mind. And, mm-hmm. and I think for many others that are going to become parents or have young children and they want to make that that shift into being freelance or being mm-hmm. self-employed that's one of the things i go mm-hmm. how is that gonna work yeah i tell you what when they were babies well when it was my son i, I was still in self i was still in employment but with my daughter i remember actually her sitting on me like i was holding her and i was like one of her hand was on my laptop and i was working and i can't believe i actually did that too but you, when they're tiny like that you can do that yeah. it's when they start moving about <laughs> you can't do that you literally <laughs> have to say i'm gonna put you with somebody now so i did put yeah. them in nursery <laughs> i put them in nursery a couple of times like a couple yeah. of mornings a week just to give my mum a break too even though my mum was mm. like no give them to me she actually mm. wanted them to live with her at one point and i was like <laughs> <laughs> my mum is so fantastic. I love her. She's going to be eighty-two this year. Oh wow! Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So I'd I'd say get a good support network, and if you haven't got financially um, the money to do, you know, the childcare, and you're freelance, I'd say start. And you're thinking about having kids, start doing it now because childcare is so expensive. It's just, mm. as I said, I was blessed to have my mum, and um, I didn't have to have that worry. But I, obviously, I did put them in nursery for a few hours a week to give my mum a break. But I just worked even that few hours was those few hours were expensive. So, but yeah. you can do it. So don't you know? Yeah. If you want them, you can. You have them. You know. <laughs> just make sure you got a um, good support network and other yeah. freelancers. There are you know there are a few you know communities out there for freelance you know working mums and freelancers. There's one called um, a podcast called Doing It for the Kids. Mm. Um, and that's a network community with freelancers that um, are um, you know working parents. and parents okay. yeah. yeah so there are communities out there so don't yeah don't community feel like... there's power in community that's why man. I keep on coming back to the community mm. come back to the community so there are people out there that can support and help you know yeah 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 that's great to know thanks for sharing that and that's all right no worries it's all good so before we wrap up I just wanted to ask what is what's building a better brand what does that mean to you um for me i'd say being personal being honest and being yourself for my yeah i'd say that yeah 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 i'm i'm not one of those people that is totally different from what you see online because and you see me in person and you meet up with me. Um, it's just, I can't be that. I'll just, mm. even though it's weird because online, I don't do a lot of video. I really don't. <laughs> I know everyone's like, oh, you should do video. I'm like, no. But um, it's weird with your tone coming across on a post. But a lot of people have said, they've met me in person and now they sort of like get my newsletter. They'll see, you know, see how I speak on Instagram or Twitter. They're like, oh yeah, that's Ange. <laughs> you know? So I'd say building a better brand is being yourself. And being, um, just being you, being yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. I think that's interesting because I'm seeing a lot of posts where people that wouldn't normally write things on LinkedIn are starting to write, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, 
Oh, how does it feel like you? Have you been using Chat GPT? Is that yeah? There's a lot of um, AI content out there, and people are putting it out there just to say they've put some content out there. Yeah, you know. I mean, I get the use of that for certain things, like getting ideas or yeah. But people, like we said, you've, you're going to read through it, aren't you? Because you know them. <laughs> and yeah, you know that doesn't sound. And like I read them. it, and yeah. I was like, "That's not you." Yeah. <laughs> You don't talk like that. You haven't written this. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so if you can read through that, you know that others are going to read through that. And it's, it's, you know, it's a shame because I think it's, it's always better being yourself and, you know, especially in a business and you don't want to sell yourself as something different. And when people get that call, you know, you set up your initial meeting to meet the client, potential client, you're like, Oh, they're not what they were like online, yeah. kind of thing. No one likes to be catfished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times this is another thing, my kids, I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, what does catfish mean? <laughs> I know now, don't worry. Good. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to explain. <laughs> no, I know now. <laughs> good, good. So what's your favourite brand, Ange? What in general? Yeah. Just, just out there. What what one comes oh to mind and why? Oh my god. Oh, do you know what? Oh, do you know how many things came to my mind as soon as you said it? When you soon as you said it, I thought Nike, Apple, Gymshark. <laughs> you got a few there. Food. I thought some food. I thought it was, I don't know why I thought of Yo Sushi, but I loved back in the day when Yo Sushi first came out. It was just yeah. so cool, you know. It was just yeah. obviously a lot more brands involved then. Sure, I do love the Gymshark brand. Yeah. And do you know why I love it? It's just like this guy just like set up something in his parents garage yeah and like he was just being I, for me he came across as being true and just being himself and just getting some people online and just saying where are my clothes so i followed him from back in the day like i did yeah. have instagram then but i had another account for just um fitness exercise i'm a bit of a fitness freak <laughs> um yeah and i just loved seeing how he grew and i'm thinking yeah. i wish i could have been one of his influencers <laughs> You never know. There's still time. I know. There maybe I'll um, maybe I'll um, um, put it out there. You yeah. know, I don't know if you've seen um that, that hashtag that's going around. Put it out there in the universe. No. Uh, Tom Garfield. Have a look at him. He sort of like put a post out saying what he wants out of um work and life. And if you put it in the universe, so I'm gonna be fifty this year. I'm gonna fifty. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be fifty in June, so I might put it out there to. Ben, Ben Stevens yeah. from Gymshark, you listen to me. I'd love to be one of your influencers. <laughs> do it. Do it, do it, do it. What have mm. you got to lose? It's mm. either going to be a yes or a no. Yeah. And if you never ask, it's never going to happen. Exactly. But if you ask, it might just happen. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I always say that if you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, Ange, if yes. people want to connect with you, find out more about what you do, maybe they need a magazine designing, how can yeah. they do that? Well, I am at www.lionscreative.co.uk. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Ange underscore Lions. That's A-N-G-E underscore Lions. And um, just on LinkedIn, I'm Angela Lions one because um, there's only one. <laughs> And also have a look at Freelancer Magazine and subscribe. Um, yeah, I think yeah, if you're a freelancer and you're looking for communities or you're looking to connect with some people, come to Freelancer Magazine. We have co-working sessions three times a week. 
um, I'm going to be hosting one soon, actually. So I'm going to ah. be I'm going to be a host. Um, so that's, I think, go back to your question. I know we're finishing up, but just going back to yeah. your um, putting yourself out there and how you get more work in. Um, it's not so much I go out to um, get more work in. It's, I think, what's it my friend said? Um, I, uh, she said, um, it's not, it's networking. Is, is it networking or not working? So <laughs> you've got to be out there and just be, you know, be present, uh, be helpful. Um, so yeah come along to freelancer magazine co-working sessions you can find me there um, or find me online on my website awesome thanks for yeah. that and it's been great speaking oh, to you it's been so lovely speaking to you Daniel. honestly i was so touched when you asked me to be on here so thank you so much you're so welcome it's been a pleasure oh thank you Thank you for listening to Build Better Brands. I am so grateful to have you tuning into the show and I'd love to thank you personally. So wherever you are in the world, remember to tag at Danielle Clark Creative in your social media posts and stories. Let us know when you're listening. You want to know what you've enjoyed about the show and give you a show tone. And if you would like to help more people like you discover the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us rank higher and reach more listeners. It's also a great way for us to help you with the problems your brand might be facing. Suggest a topic in your review and we might feature it and you in one of our episodes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.